Well, I think everyone's going to love it, but we've been age-restricted, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, it's been an interesting day. It's, it's been one hell of a day. How's the vocals, everybody? Little peak. Ah. If you can't hear, my, uh, my side's been ringing left and right. Bing, 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 bing. What was the, bing, 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 bing. the crazy frog song? Oh, we got two refunds, too. Refunds, nice. That's what we're here for. Money back for refunds owed. Apparently, somebody, look at the latest. That's what my wife received in text messages. We're being bombarded with text messages. For all of you, 20 people, who know. Unfortunately, I have had my father help out at the business. He couldn't take it any longer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this I, is on I'll, his terms. I will cherry coat certain things, you know, just out of respect. Don't get me wrong. I love my family. I've never said that I hate my family. And we're talking about in-laws and, and my parents. Immediate and extended. Yeah. My, my father's ill. We, we know this. We've stated this. He's got an issue with anxiety right now. I've tried to talk to everyone without bringing it on to the, the internet. I've, tr- I've tried to involve my brothers, my relatives, even my aunt, who I don't talk to. I've tried to bring everyone in on this, and I have been blown off at every turn. Nobody wants to get him help, not even my mother, which is very sad. She just thinks it's it's working the way it is, and that's just all it is, but it's not affecting her. It's affecting everyone else but her. You know, she's got her moments where it affects her, but nothing crazy. And he's been helping out, you know, noon to seven, come by, have something to do, tinker Keep busy, with shit. but you don't really Keep get to busy. do much. Yeah, it's not, it's, you don't have a, a set course of skills. There's I don't no, police him as hard as anyone else. I don't even hardly tell him anything to do, you know? I'll have him tear down something, but he tends to break everything he touches. It's unfortunate, but he's he's very uh, Jimmy Fumbles with Heavy, fingers. Heavy-handed. Yeah, so he, he can't do many technical things. So, you know, I had him try and build some, some wood, some shelves. But he, I'll give an example to some people. With a sink that we got from next door, I got a four by four piece of wood. I was like, just cut four equal lengths. Stick them up. I drilled the holes myself. Said, just drill it in, slip it on, done. Well, they're all four different lengths. So it's not even. And he couldn't get the bits on. So I took him to Ace Hardware because he has a tendency of you give him a task, he'll end up fixating on it. So we went to Ace and I was like, this is the one time we're going to Ace. You're not coming back for anything. So make sure you spend your time, get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. So I had an appointment, I think two o'clock yesterday. We come back, we got everything. He's like, yep, got it all. It's leaking, whatever. I got to get a plumber now, by the way. Um, So he spent all day yesterday trying to get this sink done. And he had went back to Ace Hardware and spent more money three separate times. I didn't even know. He had just gone either because he was ashamed or he couldn't do this basic thing. He was like, I know plumbing. I can do this at least. And it's, it's very... It's very child babysitting, you know, and it's not what I expected to have to do, but I've accepted it over the last six months because this was laid on me. I made an offer for him to get out of a stressful environment because my family had told me that he was stressed out at work because they were treating him poorly. From everything we've seen in the last six months, what would you assume happened at his previous job? I'd assume he was offending everyone. Yeah. He said some weird stuff in the store and we've tried to talk to him about it, but it's the, 
everybody knows old timer jokes, like nothing, not even related to age, but the old, old fashioned certain comments aren't, don't fly anymore. They're not cool. Yeah. He doesn't have weird, the same tact. Yeah, weird things to young women, just any, any younger customer, you know, old people say stuff and they just like, ah, uh, yeah, just to be out of the situation. Certain people he'd get a little further with, but we have an admin that we always joke about. But when that plane was crossed, we crossed ourselves because we we're like, hey, he said this. All right. You know, sorry, whatever mm-hmm. you felt uncomfortable. And then it was more people were feeling uncomfortable. So I had to sit him down and talk like, hey, there's a tact that you have to have. If this was a normal job for you, it would have been you were fired. Formal counseling two times, send home, send home again. Just final suspension, you're fired as soon as you come back. So he wouldn't understand that. So I kept taking this, all right, let's take it to my mom. Let's get him help. Five or six times, 10 times, probably 15 times I brought it up to her. No, that's a lie. That's not how he is. It's it's X, Y, and Z reasons. Always just stressed about this. Well, his mother, my grandmother, Belle, passed away in January. And so this was one of the reasons why I gave him more slack with it, just in case he was in an imbalanced state. And all of a sudden, it's now June, the end of June, and it has exploded. Every chance I gave to my family to help, to I am I'm just at my breaking point. And so we released a podcast to me with a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I said what I said about my own mother because she was in the wrong in a situation. And my mother-in-law was in wrong in a similar situation. Point was, he took offense to it. But what, great, how he great reacted. personal offense. Yeah, how he reacted because he saw that his wife was disrespected in a minute way for something that she had changed was he started screaming at customers. You start screaming at people coming into a physical business about how they're going to be recorded. We're in a a similar next door commercial area all the way in the back. Mm -hmm. No customers get recorded. That isn't, you know, like security recordings, things like that. You go into Walmart, no more recording than that. You you enter the building, we know you're there, we see what you do. The end. Nothing is tracked or filed unless an incident happens and that... Never. But from that moment, it went from my father to crazy homeless person, just randomly with a saw in hand, screaming at people while looking at a cell phone. And so I asked him to leave because he started yelling at everyone and then looking in the door as customers were leaving, yelling and then pointing. I was like, you need to go home. You need to go home right now. Can't point at people. You're holding a saw. So he blew up and said, call the cops. I'm like, I'm not going to call the cops. I'll call my mother. Absolutely. Come and get him or he's going to jail. I don't know what else to do because at this point, I don't take, I don't care who you are. If you're my own wife, if you interrupt the business, you got to go. It, it, there's a leave, line. Leave, cool off. Do whatever. He had his get chance out. then. I understand we've had turmoil. And to anyone who's watching this, I understand. He's sick. I've tried. I've done six months of like trying to put it to my family to do something about it. And that's just the last act of six months. It's not the whole last year of everything. Not since day one. I've I've tried to mention it to my mother since week two when I noticed this. And she kept saying it was the, the death of my grandmother, all these things happening. And then it became, oh, I think his medication's off. I don't think he's acting himself. And then he would have excuses. And at this point, there is something mentally unstable right now. And he is a risk to people around him and himself. Absolutely. 
the point of you trying to handle it delicately and privately is kind of over, especially with the huge, huge blow up today. So when he took off, I called my mother. He just ran out of the building. Apparently he told you he was going on lunch. I didn't know that. I just grabbed I, it. I mentioned I it up, very briefly. It was, whatever, you know, whatever. I grabbed some cash up. for him and I was like, all right, here, I'll give you cash for helping out. Just you, leave. you were going to handle it privately with him to his face, but that was when your mom came in and blow up number two happened. Oh God. Yeah. I almost forgot. So she comes in looking for him because now she can't get a hold of him because apparently he was on the he phone. He was on the phone, dropped his phone off. He, he went out the back door, took but off towards he, the he yard. He kept calling and, my uh, wife, trying to see the kids in a state of panic, but sounding all right because we have a voicemail. She played it for me. Mm-hmm. And so when she comes in, she's like, well, this is on you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, it was on you and it was on me too. Oh, yeah. You should be ashamed. Everyone should be ashamed for speaking their mind after trying to privately handle it with you for months and then trying to handle a specific issue with you twice. And then you involved my brothers and other private entities and I'm the bad guy. I'll be the black sheep. I understand. I'm happy to be the black sheep in this instance because I've given six months of energy and time to this issue with you to try and rectify a situation. If y'all don't want to learn, don't want the the expertise or the 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 love, the care. I understand. But now we part ways. So at this point, I don't want him around. I don't want him in the stores. I, I can't have him threatening customers or threatening people. Can't at all. It, it, it's he's too unstable. And I understand people deal with their own shit. I've got my own shit to deal with, but I can separate house and home. You know what I mean? There's two you handle this in a different way. Mm-hmm. But of course she comes in guns blazing because she's the one who's upset and got him upset to watch it. But this all stems from Sunday's comments and actions by my mother, which started the The, whole problem. The pool goggles incident. Yeah. And her not taking the suggestion to just calm down and getting, making a a mound out of a molehill. If she would have just taken the suggestion to calm down and not make it a big thing, stop talking about it. None of this would have happened. But it was coming to a head anyway. He's been on a very slippery slope since I've spoken to him a month and a half ago about his meds. Every week there's a new day where something he is not right or he has overly destroyed something and then just panicked and like ripped it to shreds and demolished something that easily he's cost me near $7,000 in extra money that I haven't given him. And I've eaten that. Absolutely. I love my father. I will take that. But it kills me for them to try and turn it like I'm the one who caused this on him. Because the moment all this shit happened, my mother uses the reference of my wedding and has him say it like, well, this all started from your wedding. That's fine. I don't have to be around. You don't have to be around me. If it's my fault because I got married and you claimed it was heat stroke, your doctor claimed it was heat stroke, my mother claimed it was our cousins who are cousins on his side that were fucking each other or something like that, that broke his mental state. I don't know what to tell you. Unfortunately, let's blame my wedding. That's totally if, fine. If your wedding's to blame and you're now removing yourself, why is it your fault for leaving? You're, exactly. You're, you're getting double jeopardy. On exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's unfortunate because after this blow up, he, he took off. My mother came in, did her thing. And then I thought it was done. I gave, I gave her money. I said, get the hell out of my store. I don't want to do this again. So she goes talking to every employee. 
on her way out. On her way out. She tried like, to shame me. I was like, please leave. I'm not fam- involved. I do business business. I don't do the family business. So I'm sorry. This is not part of my other business. This is a separate entity where we get to speak our minds about normal everyday shit that happens during business this is hours. Your, your personal project about your life exactly. called business hours. Cause we do this during before, during, after work, whatever. Yeah. Whenever we want, because yeah. that's the freedom of business owner. Yeah. We get to do what we want. Yeah. But that's the point. It's a freedom of speech. We're not saying anything. I'm not saying you ran 12 people over and got away with it and you, something tangibly wrong. At that point, that'd be a satire. But, that's, you know that's, I mean? but that's still like that's that's uh, defamation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is not. So she threatened to hit me with a cease and desist. To stop talking about her in general in any capacity of regardless of truth or not truth. But if it's true, I can talk about it. It's public knowledge. You do it in a public space. It's public knowledge. This is not some private medical, like, sensitive. Especially this incident took place in broad daylight in front of 12, 12 different customers and employees in total. And yeah. at least th- this is a very public issue now at this point. Like a seven-year-old. I don't understand it. I, he's His problem is that he has regressed his emotions to be so quick to whatever, like a seven-year-old. My six-year-old handles certain emotions better at times. She's been through a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's no, no. So then he left, he came back and then I was like, well, mom's got your money. You're fired. You he, know, like, I don't want you here. You, you were going to handle it with him, but she already came in and jumped the gun on that. Yeah. So like, I was like, mom's already here. Grab your stuff. Cause he helps out. And so he's always like, oh, it's nice to do something. I'm like, you're really not working here, but like, I'll pay you to be here, you know, give you some money. And so I'm like, all right, I'll pay you for the week. You're fired. And then I'm the coward. I am a fucking coward because you just cursed me out and told me to call the cops on you like some seven-year-old child to get you out of my business because you were making a scene like a child. No, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. No, you've broken that line and I do not trust your mental state right now to be here. So I'm the bad guy. I'm happy to be the bad guy, but I've tried I've tried. I've chased you down in the middle of the road. I've tried to find out where you're at on your long trips to the store where you've gotten lost or f- hyper-focused. Sometimes I've let you spend hundreds of dollars of my money on damaged items, thousands of dollars on damaged goods, projects that went nowhere because you needed something to do. I've done everything that nobody could do for you or hasn't tried to do for you. In my opinion, nobody else has given enough shits and I'm the bad guy. At least I tried. Nobody else has tried. So spin the story. Write your own book. You can be the author. I, I know who will sell more copies. That's how it is. It's unfortunate, but at this point, my give-a-shit meter broke when I texted them not to go to my house. I knew they were going to try and pull some shit or like be in such an upset mood because they're fearing that I won't want them, you know, to deal with the kids or handle the kids. I told them not to go to my house because my kids are home. My wife is home and dealing with the reaction of this. Do not go to my house. Stay away from my fucking kids right now. Yeah. That's cool off period, whatever. Don't go to my house. They were going to go by and watch your kids. You wanted to just curtail this so they don't freak out the kids. The kids already know there's a bunch of weird shit going on. So all of a sudden my wife's like, I'm going to go next door so they can't deal with me. They don't have to, uh, they don't know where I'm at. What do they do? Tell the viewers what happened. 
for the record, uh, next door is the Leslie's parents' house. Mm-hmm. Immediately next door. Right next door. Uh, right, right next door. Our fence is theirs, theirs yeah. as well. Nice people. Keep their door closed like everyone does. But they, uh, your parents, Mike and Linda, walk over and uh, just open the door and walk in with a, a pallet of drinks or something, was it? Starbucks. They, they yeah. walk in with Starbucks knowing we didn't fucking want you there. At your house, let alone an entirely other family's house. I ask very little, very little of the responsibility of an adult. Very little. You get the freedom to do what you want, but do not cross the threshold at which I tell you not to. You, my wife was genuinely scared, not knowing the mindset of my father, being that he has the mindset of a fucking child right now. And I don't care how my brothers or my, anyone interprets this. He is broken. He's going to see this himself. He is at this very moment. He is broken. He needs help. The medication is not working. Something is snapped. This is my way of getting it off my chest without getting it in their face. That's the way I would sit there and try and pound it into these people who do not understand what they're doing is wrong. They need to seek medical attention. If he doesn't want it, great. I can't have you around my kids. I can't especially with the way you act. I have tried to babysit you 35 hours a week. Keep your focus. It hasn't worked. Stay away from my kids for a day. And now you break into the home where my kids are at and my wife has to scream at you to fucking leave. There's a problem. And then apparently didn't even bat an eye like it was no problem. Of course my kids are going to run up like everything's all right, but as my wife is screaming and my son's crying... Leave. I don't get it. They're going to end up going to jail over something so stupid because they are ignorant to the basic human, like, space rules. Stay out of my fucking house. Stay out of my uh, in-law's house. Stay away from us until we tell you otherwise. At this point, they're just continually to drive, continuing to drive it home to where I'm now making this video. Absolutely making this podcast. I need space. I need semi-permanent space. I will let you see the kids when I deem fit that you are fit to see my kids. At this point, having an outburst, threatening people, customers, screaming at people is not becoming the person I want involved with my children. It's too much crazy. Absolutely. Like personal drama, if it was just me and my mom going back and forth about how she's a shit person, I'm a shit person, great. That, that's your family. That's whatever. <laughs> We can keep that from the kids, but the mental state of the man who raised me in such a disrepair is going to drastically affect my children, especially when they're scaring their mother. It's, it's not about blood's thicker than water or any of that stuff. And they always go, oh, you know, you're only doing moving to Oklahoma for your wife. You're only doing it to make your wife happy. And they have this idea that my wife, for some reason, can't do two fucking things at all. Like they, she can't watch the kids and work. She does watch the kids and works from home and runs a business on her own eight hours of the day. She does a lot more than my mother ever did. My mother always had a babysitter. Always, always had a friend, had three kids, always had somebody to look at us. She never worked from home and did work and watched us. We were always running around doing crazy shit. Yet she is mother Teresa when she talks about it. And I can't stand it. The lies and the twisted ideology of what she went through is like 
top notch. She is her father's daughter. Absolutely. She knows how to twist a narrative to make people feel sorry. But the, I'm just at my wits end. And I've, like I said, I've tried to contact my brothers about this and be like, Hey, he's ill. We need to step in, get him help. Mom is ignorant to what's going on. She doesn't care. She doesn't see him that many hours of the day. And when she does, or when she had uh, the time with grandma bell after she passed and was around him seven days a week for all hours of the day, she went mad. Oh, he needs to get out. He needs to do this. I can't take it. Well, no shit, but now you're blaming something else when it's just him. And then painted this picture like, oh, these stressors are the issue. No, it's just him. Seek medical attention. Don't be scared. There's a solution to every problem. You just have to work hard to find it. Mm. And now we're here. It's unfortunate. What's the biggest fight you've ever been in with your family? Nothing compared to this. It'd probably be the... um, I got to be the white trash one. I have to be. uh, I don't remember the year. It was me going to college. I had to have good grades. I had to pay. And this this fight's even worse because my parents had a weird redemption arc freaking this year where um, I had to pay rent. I had to go to school and get certain grades, you know, whatever. I had to pay for my school. I was financially ruining myself working part-time and I did not have the grades. So I knew Thursday was the night, you know, report cards came out and I was going to be kicked out of the house. So Wednesday, when she went on a trip, dad was at work. I packed all my stuff up and I'm like, oh, I'm moving out now by uh, crying, craziness, um, all of that. Uh, went about our li- you know, lives, stayed close enough, you know, got together a while after that because uh, I bounced out of there. And then when I went to buy my car, my mom went to just like look at cars with me or whatever. And she's like, here's a check for all the, the rent you paid. We saved it all these years. And I'm just like, what? I had the like world's first reveal. I had secret resentment for them all the way up until fucking then. And now, it, now, now I'm the asshole. You know, I've, I've, re- I've had resentments on my, my mother's inability to have like financial security since I was a kid because when I went to the military, I don't know if I've shared this on here, but I, so I got a debit card sent to me in the military Mm -hmm. when I was 17. I didn't have a bank account. We hooked it to my mom's. So my first paycheck goes to my new bank, right? You got to be there two weeks to get your first paycheck. It's like 1400 bucks. That's actually 700 because it was 1400 a month is an E nothing. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden there's no money there. I didn't get my bank card till a month in because we didn't get shipped out with a bank uh, attachment. We had to get that all set up. Day one takes 10 days. So by the time I should have a full paycheck, great. Well, it turns out money was gone and I didn't know how to handle it. So I was like, mom, what's wrong? Well, you know, your card got stolen. What do you mean? You have my card. Well, no. So I sent it to you. It must have been stolen in the mail, but I received my card. So what do you mean? Because it got shipped there first, activated. Mm -hmm and used. So they spent the money in my account and then sent me my debit card. To this day, they say, nope, that didn't happen. But knowing my family, I'm pretty sure somebody stole the money that was under that roof. And I had to file a charge back. So I didn't have any money for the first month and a half in my bank account. Because mm-hmm. it was a new account. They had to do a whole investigation. Nothing a new was insured. fraud immediately. This is pretty suspect. Exactly. You don't get protections under... 60 days at USAA back then. It was like not immediate. Yeah. 
I think it was U.S. Bank or Armed Forces Bank is what it was. God, that was the shittiest bank. $30 a month fee. And yeah, it was bad. I was 17. It was expensive. And so I had this resentment for so long about them lying about how that happened. I'm not a a, uh, parent of an 18-year-old kid with two other older kids, so I don't know if one of my brothers stole it, whatever it was. I've done shitty stuff since then to them, so I don't know why I carried this 15 years, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, almost, let's say 10 years, until I was like 26, getting my shit together, life, going good, business, whatever, finally forgave him for it. But everything from 26 to 32 has just been, hey, we're good for a while, and then it's absolute shit. Good for a while, absolute shit. I gave them my word I wouldn't retain the kids from them since our last blow-up. Yeah, uh, withhold the children from them. Because when CJ was born, we had a big blow-up about money because, as I've stated, I didn't have my license for quite a number of years. And so I had my father at the time register, and I paid him for the registration, insurance, maintain all that for me. Well, when he got sick, they stopped paying. Even though I gave them the money, they would spend the money. That's what happened. And so when that happened, I got pulled over, got a ticket. Well, that's the ticket I ended up beating, but there was a whole deem of issues where I was demanded a sum of money to help them. Because I was like, well, tell me how much you owe in debt and I'll try and help you. Well, they told me they owed like $7,000. And then it was, well, you said you'd help with this. And it became this like threat of blackmail of like, here, I know all your secrets. I'll tell your secrets if you don't help me pay off all this debt. And that's when I was like, well, you don't get to see your kids, your grand, your grandkids, nothing until you shape the fuck up. Just go find a ditch somewhere. I was so done because I was dealing with a newborn baby, another business. I had uh, the... I will repair in Monterey. I was Monterey, dealing with yeah. there was all a, these things. It was a long time. I was afraid your your mom or your dad was going to walk in the store and ask for shit or try to walk around and get things. And I'm exactly. like, I'm like, how am I going to tell them? That was the mentality is like, yeah. they are entitled. They said, he said they'll help. And so when they threatened blackmail, I was like, no, you're dead to me. Like they're, they're, you should never threaten to blackmail your child Mm-mm. ever. And sure as shit, they tried. So I let that go as CJ got older He's spending a lot of time with the in-laws. And I was very resentful to the in-laws for that because they were being better grandparents. My grandparents were fantastic. Leslie's grandparents were fantastic. Like I wanted my kids to experience that. So they've been making up for so much time being great grandparents to CJ. Quite shitty at times to Khaleesi, especially because they're very favorative to CJ. I understand why, because that's not their grandkid. But my mother treats it like I burden myself with Khaleesi because it's not my child. That's my child. I don't care. I've been around since she's two. And I, the moment I met her, I've that's been my, I will protect. This is mine by blood or not. You, you can tell when people have a stepchild that they're like not not the best with. Khaleesi's always been your kid. Exactly. I, I forget she's a stepdaughter at times. And you know? I have to tell myself at times it's not my kid to deal with Doug. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this isn't just that's, my... That, that's the only time where you kind of, you have to there, step it, back. It's, it's so young. It, like, people will say you rehome a dog, right? I hate to say it like this, but like, you rehome a dog, they'll forget. It'll be easy, training, so on and so forth. I feel like I was a young enough dog and found this home at a young enough time that it just, it worked. 
And like, that's my firstborn. I love her the same way I would love any child. If at times I love her more than my own child, but that's because I've been there longer. That's, I, that's, I know that's her. That's kids though. That's, you, yeah. you, you, you got your ups and downs, but you and love both your kids. My father is a stepfather. Similar. He's been around since I was born. He's not my blood relative. He's your dad. He's yeah. my dad. Yeah. Same way. And still my mother, who's had three men, three different children, cannot wrap her fucking mind around that being my child. She doesn't have enough, what's the word to let go of pride? Uh, she's too prideful. Humility? Humility to let go of the pride of like, oh, well, he's walking down similar footsteps to what I went through or whatever 30 years ago. Well, shit, you trained me this way. It's product in the environment. Yeah. I don't see... Uh, that is not my child. The same way dad didn't show us that he was a different father to either of us. So I don't care what my wife does or how she acts. My parents have this mentality that my wife needs to act a certain way because she's a wife. They're very old school. Like, oh, they need, she needs to pick up more. She needs to make sure the diapers are changed immediately. Like one time they find CJ with a saggy diaper and I'm around, she's around. We just, he didn't say anything. He's got a full diaper. We didn't catch it. Yeah. And we're the worst it's parents It's going to happen once or twice over yeah. the years of diapers. And he's almost out of diapers anyway. But the point being, he's only two. And we've never been let go of that single incident. Like my father brought it up yesterday when we went to Ace Hardware. You can't even change a damn diaper. Yeah, like, oh, you know, just make sure if you move out there that she doesn't leave him to, to sit in his own filth for so long. You know, I just make sure I rub the diaper and make sure I know. Every time he visits in the middle of the day when he's heading over here, he'll like come to the door and then wipe his backside knowing that it's not going to be full. You don't smell it. I don't smell it. Nothing's there. That's great. He's got a strong odor. But you don't have to slap us in the face with the same shit every single time one time something happens. You're not the parent. You can be concerned when there's a risk. Step the fuck back. And now you've gone and blown all your free income, free time up. All you had to do was get help. It's like a junkie that just got a free ride, no risk of overdose. Yet you just had to fucking do something stupid. I don't accept that. You know what I mean? I just, mm-hmm. I'm not the person to be like, hey, kick rocks. I've been trying for months to tell them, like, this is not something I'm just going to throw him out for. And yet he went and did everything he could to bring me to the point where I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. It got worse and worse and worse. I gave him way too much rope. And that's what I went through today. So everyone's seen it and I'm sure the the narrative will be twisted. We're recording this right after it happened, but I guarantee there's going to be a, a giant Facebook this, post from my mother. This isn't over. Oh no, I've already been texted 15 times how they didn't see the message. This is how it'd be. Or wish you the best travel. Oh, you get to do your Bonnie and Clyde hit and run, you know, rob the bank and run away type thing. We're going on a vacation, a road trip tomorrow morning, taking my kids and taking them on a road trip. We're stopping in Oklahoma where we have relatives that we like and we have to pick up items from or ship items. Uh, it depends if they fit well, in the car. Whatever has to happen. And they've taken it like we're moving. But if they find out that we bought a house when we get there, it, it, I don't think it could be any better. Like, boom, we're going to, we are absolutely going to take photos 
of us with a key in front of a random house and the for sale sign and be like, we got the keys just to fuck with them enough to where they think that we're never coming back because that's fair. On one hand, that sounds hilarious. On the other, it's fan in the flames, man. That's my wife's idea. But yeah, when she hasn't gotten a chance to be petty or get into the action, she's only been at a point of fear up until now because we don't know how they're going to act. They act fucking insane. And we've, we've held it back and I've asked my wife to, hey, out of respect for me and what I want, I don't want the kids to grow up with only one grandparent. I'm trying to make this amicable. Be nice. She's held her tongue more times than I could ever ask anyone. My mother has been rude, vicious, and vile with the way she's underhanded comments, talked shit about parenting, about my wife, tried to come to me and like, can we have a private conversation about what your wife is doing? Well, no, you don't know what my wife is doing. I see, I see. This is how she is. Well, no, my wife hears all about that because we have a no-hold policy. It doesn't matter how much you hurt, I'm going to tell you exactly what was said. I'm going to be the person where it's, I'm going to tell you what they said and why you either should or shouldn't react. And that's transparency. I'm going to tell you right now, cool it. Okay, let's let's get into the story. <laughs> exactly. Know? So like there was a time where my mother said my wife's a bad mother, basically. And I was like, step back. Just so you know, this is the first time she said this. this is how she said it. You can either go directly to her and react. Do you want to handle it? Do you want me to handle yeah. it? Do we want to ignore this? Well, I've, I'm, here's how I reacted. Here's what I said. Here's how I told her off. If you would like to chime in, you may do so. If you feel that I've done enough, that's it. Then leave it. Like, exactly. So most of the time she leaves it, leaves it up to me. I'm the man. I've handled it. And I've handled it to a degree I thought was amicable. I let my mother throw the birthday party. I'm, here you go. You get to be the center of attention. Nobody called her out. The only thing was the issue with the damn goggles that she basically saved a child's life from all week since we recorded the previous podcast about her from that moment, I have heard seven or eight times, probably eight, from my father as he wasn't there that my mother saved that kid's life. He could have drowned. He could have made somebody else drown. So snatching the goggles and harming the child and abruptly harming the child is in his best interest. It doesn't matter whether it was in his interest or not. In the future, all I said was in the future, if you get shoved, pushed, hit by another kid, whatever, because it seems like that happens to her a lot where she gets hit by children and has to react poorly. Just calm down, take a deep breath, and then react. Well, that's the, we had talked about it, I think even on the episode, the, if you're going to grab a kid, it's by the hand, and you're like, whose kid is this? Exactly. Who, whose kid? Can That's the proper let, thing. Let's have, let's have a powwow. Come on over. And now all of a sudden today, she had claimed, it was in the fucking deep end. What do you want me to do? Let him drown? No, you were in the shallow. By, by the arm to to this, safety. This much of water from here to here. This table to here. That much of water is the deep end. A kid was twice the size of the water. Not the point, though. I'm not saying she didn't save his life or something couldn't happen after. It was the way it went about that the started manner. all of this. The thing that pissed me off is the fact that everyone was talking shit as I left. Like, you had three, four hours to tell me how you felt grow a pair of balls. I will respond at the time of your comment. Don't have somebody call me at 11 that doesn't ever fucking speak to me. Like, I love my brother, I do. But it's really sad that somebody has to talk shit to him for him to grow some balls and call me. He can't talk to me 
man to man through a text message about my father and what's best way to help him. So why would I take his advice on my social media accounts to remove my video asking a question of how to help my father who's ill that nobody wants to take advice on? At this point, I'm kind of just done with all of it and to see who else can be the scapegoat in the family because I'm sure my mother will turn somebody else into the, the object of their negativity. You know, the video we were saying. If you leave and everything turns perfect, excellent. You suck. Goodbye. Then I've saved four people's lives yeah. plus the You've spared others. them your traumas that you've been giving them this whole time. Best for everyone. If not, who knows what's going to happen? I know. <laughs> I, I just, that's the perfect opportunity. The problem is, like I said, I am, I don't want to rob my kids of their grandparents but at this point it's gonna like when we come back from Oklahoma I'm pretty sure it's gonna have to be a controlled environment viewing let's you talk no more more overnights anyway because we don't want the kids sleeping in their bed Uh, and I'm pretty sure they're still going behind our back and giving them a bottle and then we also found out about the mold in the straws but that's a whole separate thing I just don't want the kids over there unattended with my father if he has these types of blowouts on such small things imagine if my son said, fuck you to grandma. He's a kid. He's, He's a kid. Like, whatever. He's the way he two. acted out there holding a saw, it was threatening. Even if he does nothing and he just puts the fear in junior. like uh, that, That's too much. Yeah. There's putting fear in a kid and there's putting the, the, the fear there's, of God. There's scaring and, a kid and there's putting fear into a child. You gotta, you gotta scare kids. They're doing something stupid. They could I've raised maimed. my voice. Twice to Khaleesi. Twice. And I know each time because I felt like a bag of dicks after it. I don't like scaring my kids. CJ, I've had to raise my voice in like the dad tone, which is different than the yelling at him. Mm -hmm. But one time I've had to grab Khaleesi and say, hey, this is not what you do. You know, scaring or putting the fear into her. Yeah. Immediately when I opened my mouth, she started crying. So I could barely finish the sentence to make the point wait 30 minutes for her to calm down and then give her the why and the how and why it needed to be changed. What my father did today was above and beyond, solely above and beyond. It was making a complete ass out of himself. nuclear blowout. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Disrespecting the business, the employees, the customers, scaring the shit out of customers. A lady walked in, turned on her heels, walked out. Yeah, exactly. And she was staring directly at him like he was coming at her because of the way he was acting. I, I've i never seen him like that and I don't want to see him like that and I can't be around him or associated him like when he's like that. And hopefully they do watch this. They're gonna. This, this is my, my vent. If you won't listen to me, you can listen to however far this video, this clip, this whatever gets out there to people who are struggling with the same thing. Mental health is a big issue in my family. Myself, my mother, my father, my grandparents had very large issues with it, whether my mother will admit it or not. Grandma Bell was the main perfect attraction in the family. No signs of mental health issues. She was a Native American woman who was a special ed teacher until nearly the day she died. Champion, little old lady. I'm sure the majority of my father's side of the family, I can tell 10 people right now, absolutely have mental health issues, drug addiction uh, problems, family problems, whatever. 
Well, got him. It's the the handling and or the seeking help is That's more hard. than the issues. And you as have. a man, you never get told, "Hey, go get help," because most you people handle are, that shit. You handle that. Bottle shit. it down. And he's of the old style where you bottle it down, and he did that for fifty years before he had his mental break. At this point, times have changed. I've spent six months telling him things are different now. It's like you are the guy from Blast from the Past. You woke up twenty years in the future. Shit has changed. It's twenty two. You can't say the words you say. You can't treat people the way you treat them. You can't say the N-word. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's just, it's not, it's a business killer. It is. And everything he does, I understand he's trying his hardest. And I've given him every chance. But the blowout like this, when he could just sit down and talk to me like a man. Hey, you got you got trouble with what I talk about? Absolutely. Sit down and talk to me like you. Normally, anytime I slide a comment down, he would talk to me. Absolutely. Pissed off? Oh, okay. What's the problem? Oh, this happened. Y'all whatever. stepped out back before and had your words 10, yeah. 10 50 minutes, whatever, and then He's come back and like. Never like whew. this acted. But like I said, it's been a this is building because he has slipped further and further into this mental hole where everything is a problem. And for me, it's been a pretty big problem and I just, I can't spend my every waking moment trying to help him build three companies, deal with two children and a wife and a move at the same time. The, the fat's got to come off now. And it's just, it's unfortunate that it had to blow up this way, but hopefully they see this cause I'm going to direct everyone to this fucking video. Yeah. Here, you want to know how I feel? Here's how it is. Adios. I'll see you when we're in Oklahoma. Peace.